0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number pre-3, aka episode 14 of Spectator Mode. I am your host, JJ or Joshua Jeremiah, and joining me on the TeamSpeak line, because Discord sucks, is Mr. Keith Shadowhaxer Mitchell. What's going on, man?
1: What's up, folks? I'm actually pretty happy, pretty excited. It is the weekend of E3 2019. A lot of cool stuff's coming out. We also had a couple of bits of information drop Last couple of days, so I'm going into this weekend very excited, 200% ready to go. No depression here.
0: Nice. For once, right? Yep. Right? (laughs) It's about time you stop being depressed, Keith.
1: Not to mention, not to mention, we've got leaks. We've got a crap ton of leaks.
0: Yeah, more leaks than we could call the Super Mario Brothers for, because it's E3, we had to make a video game pun. A very bad one at that. Also, joining us on the line is a guy who plays a lot of video games and tells about it every single week, and I'm sure he's going to do it again this week, Mr. Diego Perez. What's up, man?
2: Dude, video games.
0: Dude, tell us about them video games. How video games are they?
2: <laughs> video games are cool, man. I just, I'm looking at all these E3 leaks, and I, I just, I can't contain myself. This I'm is, so I mean, it's like, it's like, I wouldn't be surprised, but. Like, if, yeah, like, if you don't want to know anything about E3, like, stay off the internet. It is just all get off
1: the there. internet. Yeah, just, just. Microsoft's entire
2: presser is like out there now. It is, it's crazy.
1: It is a goddamn shame. It is a damn shame. So many surprises.
0: Yeah. But since we're, you know, a website on the internet and we're also doing a podcast that's also going on the internet, we kind of can't avoid that. So we'll be talking about that. So if you don't want any spoilers, I guess don't listen to us this week, but listen to Go us later because we want yeah, the listeners. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Tune in next week when we talk about post E3 stuff because, you know, E3. So, before we get to E3, because I know that's the big hot-button issue, uh, we kind of got some good news for Destiny fans. Um, apparently, as you remember, Bungie said goodbye to Activision, and will now be bringing Destiny 2 onto Steam. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, Keith, it's this latest expansion and the last expansion you have to pay for, and everything else is free, correct?
1: Okay, so... Um there's a lot of information out there. Some of it, it's just really weird. So, yes. so Destiny 2 is now called Destiny 2 New Light. Um, Cross-play, cross-save between Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Stadia. Um, the the free-to-play version, which is the base game, plus uh, Cursor Osiris and Wormind will be bundled with New Light. So that'll all be free. Um, everything else past that is still going to be paid and then the upcoming expansion Shadow Keep it's also going to be paid and that's $35 by itself um $40 right now for all the paid content excluding Shadow Keep and then when Shadow Keep comes out there will also be a $60 version which includes Shadow Keep and the other two paid expansions of Destiny for everything past year 1 of Destiny 2
0: Okay so that's still a pretty good deal though I mean yeah, sixty bucks, and you get all the uh, pretty much the latest expansions that would normally run you like well, almost a hundred bucks separately.
1: I was looking at so many people on on uh, uh, recent error and and uh, I can talk Twitter the other day. You're like, damn, I just bought these games for a hundred dollars. You mean to tell me it's gonna be forty dollars tomorrow? Well, it's not available for forty dollars. I don't think it is. It's not on Steam yet. It's not on Steam yet. So. But It's, it's just will a be Destiny this.
2: problem, because I remember whenever Destiny 2 Forsaken dropped, and then uh, if you bought Forsaken, you got the first two expansions, Curse of Osiris and Warmind, just for free, included. Yeah. That upset a lot of people. It was the same thing with Destiny 1. Oh,
1: no, it's on Destiny... Oh, it's on Destiny Ugh. It's on Steam now. Holy
2: yeah, it's Steam page.
1: Yeah, it but came I up. Think, it wasn't uh, there yesterday.
2: Shadowkeep is the last expansion, because the, the version of Destiny 2 they're going to release that has Shadowkeep with it for 60 Destiny 2, the collection, and whenever Destiny 1 got its last piece of DLC, Destiny one the collection came out, so I feel like this is the finally the complete package of Destiny Two. I
1: see, here's there's the thing, but so that the thing with that was Activision was in the mix. They're not in the mix anymore. So technically, and I know where you're going with that. Technically they don't really need to have a Destiny three. This game could keep going and going, just like uh, World of Warcraft, which I think was Bungie's original vision of Destiny. And so Activision's like, you know what? No, we're not gonna do this. You're gonna make them pay for this shit. Because there's
2: going to be a Destiny three though.
1: I don't know. I don't. I mean, there is
2: 100 percent going to be. A, it's it's probably already very far along in development. It leaked last year, like the plot and the
1: gameplay details. Ah, uh, I don't know. We'll have to see how far they go with this. Um, but Shadow I do like. The, should be the end. I I do like the direction they're going. I love the fact that we're going back to the moon. It can't be the end because we got to go back to Earth. We got to go back to uh the Cosmodrome because you you played Destiny two right or or don't you?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've played uh Destiny one and two.
1: Do you play that mission yet? Where you go get the um, what, what was that? The machine gun. God, what was uh, it? Thunderlord. Was it? Thunderlord? And it took yeah. you back to the Cosmodrome, and it was like, oh my god, I missed this place so much. And I'm hoping they take us back there some more. I don't think Shadowkeep is gonna be the last one.
2: Well, because they have the Shadowkeep annual pass, and it's gonna have another year of smaller updates like the Forsaken annual pass had.
1: Like but, Season um, of
2: Opulence just dropped this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I really. Don't so it's care gonna about be. It.
2: Shadow Keep in the fall and then next year for Destiny Two will be three more seasons. And that should theoretically be the end of Destiny Two support. Of course, we're still gonna get free uh, content updates, maybe a couple crucible maps here and there, but I think at that point it
1: will be fully shifted to Destiny three for next. So let's talk about this for a second, you know, and we don't have a real timer here, so we can talk as long as we freaking want. The fact that Destiny two has finally gone cross play and cross save.
0: Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. It's not cross play. It's just cross save. Mm,
1: no, it's cross play. It's cross play.
0: Really? I'm I mean, everything saying cross save only.
1: Nope. It's cross, cross play, play was and cross save. Afterwards.
2: Yeah, if you have Stadia, you can play with all your console friends. That's what I'm going to do.
0: And PC friends. Or is it just Sony that's cross save?
2: Nope. nope. Everybody. Everybody. Sony, Sony jumped on both at the last
1: minute.
0: Was like, everybody. Mm, mm. Stroking okay. her beard. Should we get involved with this? Yes, you should, dumbass. It was
2: like the morning of. It was hilarious. Yeah, the because, funny
0: thing is, and I'll let you guys talk, but there was actually a uh, a rebuttal statement from Sony on that type of a topic. But I'll I'll let you guys continue first.
1: Um, no, let's talk about it real quick. Um, and that right. that that was along the lines of um people wanting Sony and Microsoft to kiss, makeup and only have one console. That's not fucking happening. That's not happening. That's never happening.
0: Yeah, Tim Ryan put out the official statement. He said, and I quote, there is to my knowledge no scenario where the PlayStation and Xbox platforms combine. The two platforms will remain separate with their separate identities and brands and fans. So, I mean, I, I at first thought it was cross-save, so my bad, I didn't know it was also cross-play. So I guess I really got fans' hopes up thinking that, well, now every game on PlayStation will be cross-play on Xbox. And then Sony was just like, hold on, wait, no.
2: That
1: it would be nice.
2: It's that in combination with the them partnering for streaming stuff, like all we're seeing a lot of Sony and Microsoft in the same headlines now and people are getting way too excited.
1: Yeah, they're they're reading into stuff that's just not there. I mean, you don't have to have a PhD. It's just like look, if Sony and Microsoft would, would be on the same console, then people were gonna start losing a shit ton of money, and these companies are in the business to make money, so that's never gonna happen, guys. Enjoy your PC. We get the best of both worlds with emulators. Sorry, I had to do that. I had to do that. But yeah, Destiny 2, um, a lot of people have said the game was dying. I definitely think that the cross-play and cross-save are going to make more people jump in because you got to the point where you had friends on PlayStation or Xbox or PC and people jumped off and then you were like, no, I have nobody to play with, so you stopped playing. But now it's like, hey, you're on a PC. Hey, I'm on a PlayStation. We can play together now. Let's go ahead and raid and do stuff. And that's going to bring more people back into the game. Not to mention the first year of content is now free yeah, or will that's be a, free. That's
2: a huge deal because that's a lot of content. Vanilla yeah, Destiny 2 had a lot of content up until the end game and then it just kind of fell off. But I think Curse of Osiris and Warmind added just enough. Yep. That once people hit that wall, they're going to want to invest in Forsaken and Shadowkeep.
1: Yep. So that's a great deal. Not to mention that those two are pretty cheap. If you pre-purchase Shadowkeep right now for $35, $35, you get access to Forsaken? Curse of Osiris, Warmind, and Shadowkeep when it goes out later.
2: Does it not and include Forsaken? No, it does not. I feel like it will after after launch. Maybe, because here, to. and that's,
1: I was getting to that. Well, I don't because, know. They're free
2: to play now, so that might not be a strategy anymore. Well, see, the that's the thing. Expansion.
1: Shadowkeep is $35. You're not buying anything else. You're paying for that. Those, everything else is free. You're paying for Shadow Keep for $35. But what they're doing is smart. They're doing a la carte. So if you notice, you don't have to pick up Forsaken. Any any other game, like Warcraft, perfect example. If you wanted to play you know, the last part of World of Warcraft, you had to have every expansion up to that one. You don't have to have it. So basically, you can go. I, I don't want to play Forsaken. I don't know why you would want to play Forsaken, but you can say I don't want to play Forsaken and skip it. Don't buy it, and you can still jump in at uh, Shadowkeep when it comes out. Plus, yeah, that's really every- smart too. Plus, every plus when you jump in the Shadowkeep day one, you get a you get geared that brings up the 750 light level. So it's like I'm just gonna sit back and relax and chill. While you suckers go ahead and work.
0: Wait, 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 wait! Hold up. You get free seven hundred and fifty light gear.
1: Yep, they did that recently
2: too with uh with the you know the drifter uh of this past month or so they he had bounties that would get you up to like six hundred and fifty or something like that in like an yep. hour or two. Yep. it was great because I I was so under because I didn't play it since Forsaken launched. Then you I got how back long in I there. I and farmed?
1: Just... What the hell? <laughs> yeah, well, wait. You play Warcraft? You know what they do?
0: <laughs> this is true.
1: This is exactly what they're doing. So, great news for Destiny 2. Great news for Destiny 2 fans. Love the fact. And it's great news for gaming in general. Because, again, cross play and cross save. I've been saying this for a long time. I'll keep saying it. It is the next evolution of gaming. Every AAA game should have it. Rocket League shows you it's possible. Fortnite shows you it's possible. Fuck Fortnite. Modern Warfare? That shows you. Well, it hasn't come out yet. so I can't But it say was.
2: It. Yeah, I think Call of Duty doing it is like. It's going to be like the flagship. I mean, if a Fortnite's bigger, obviously. Dauntless.
1: But... I'm sorry. I have to sing in praise of Dauntlet. Dauntless, Dauntless is so good. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love the Such fact that I game. can jump in and there's like PlayStation 4 and Xbox and PC people all playing at once. And the voice is working just fine. it's It's been easily the best example of crossplay right now. Easily. Yeah, like
2: even though I don't have like. Uh, a lot of friends that are on xbox and pc that i play with like just going into like dauntless and seeing like the crossplay icon next to their usernames i just yep. have the dumbest smile on my face every time
1: it is so good and that's why i'm sorry i, I will sing the praise of dauntless every time i get a chance yeah, and plus so
0: might be the future and it kind of almost is because you know sony unveiled that the playstation 5 or whatever they're calling the next gen console is gonna be cross-generational so play a game on playstation 4 Stick it in your PS Five and pick up right where you left off.
1: Nobody wants to play old games on PlayStation. Hell, no, you talking about I that? Do. Who said yeah, that? Yeah, not old games. Those games are old. Who needs that? Who's, who was that? Was that Jim Ryan? <sighs> he say that. Yeah, he did say that. I bet he's eating crow now. I'm like holy shit, everybody wants to play old games. Hmm. Hmm. And you know, across you know generational, I think Microsoft beat you to that punch, didn't they? But it's okay, you know. I'm not one to whole grudges. I'm glad they realized that. Hey, we were being dumb, so more power to them for that. Uh, if I only think they as
0: get an emulator to work on PlayStation Five to do PS One through Three, that'd be great.
1: I mean, the yeah. Three's the Three's
2: weird, but One and Two, wh- where are they? Come on, come on, Mister Sony, come on, Sean Layden.
1: They're in a PlayStation Classic. Oh, wait. oh no. <laughs> oh wait, that uh, cluster. Why on PlayStation Classic? I feel so bad for people that bought that thing for. The full price oh, is I'm like so $30. It's
2: just on my shelf, doing nothing.
1: Other other se- people were giving away for free if you bought a PlayStation 4 and stuff. I was like, this is this is so
0: damn bad. Uh, stop talking about it. My head is hurting. Hold on. Repressing. Repressing. Oh, did Back you buy one too? This is healthy, and we're good. Did you buy one too? No.
1: Okay. Good. <laughs> I was funny. I do remember when we were talking about that, and a certain someone was saying this is a shit thing, and somebody was defending them, and uh, was was no against him. I won't bring up that person's name, but you know what I'm talking about, Josh. Uh he was right. He was hundred percent right. He was.
0: One of the very few times that he was.
1: He was so right.
0: Uh indeed. But before we jump on to E3, one more topic that popped up that was actually uh, pretty interesting, and is that Blizzard silently cancelled a game they've been working on for two years now. And uh, at first, they didn't really say what it was, but Kotaku released a report and said that it was actually a StarCraft game running off of the Overwatch engine, meaning it would be a first-person shooter in the StarCraft universe, and that they shifted their staff away from that title to focus on Diablo 4 and possibly either a PvE expansion for Overwatch or Overwatch 2, which I don't really believe to be the case, because why would you make a sequel to a game that's only three years old and still very prominent in the eSports League? So... Kind of interesting to think about. Um, What do you think about that, Keith? Pass. Really? Yeah.
1: I'll let Diego go first.
0: All right. Go ahead, Diego.
2: I don't think it's Overwatch 2 or a PvE. I think if it's going to be a PvE Overwatch, I didn't recall reading anything about it being PvP-focused. And Am I like wrong on that? Is there... Because I remember reading that it was going to be... Even if it was a fully-fledged sequel to Overwatch, it would be PvP rather than PvP. Was there PvP mentioned?
0: I didn't see PVP mentioned anywhere. That's I didn't well, I see any of those Yeah, I see thought any it would be like expansion or something.
2: Well, because with the name internally they're calling it Overwatch 2, but it's not officially Overwatch 2. Like it could very well be like a huge, like forty dollar expansion to the base game of Overwatch, or just releases a separate product. But I don't think it's going to replace Overwatch. I think it's going to be the narrative experience Overwatch fans have been wanting for a while. I think it's going to take a lot of its DNA from the co op events they've been doing, like uh, Uprising and all that stuff, and all the anniversary events.
0: I think it it's going to be, be permanent, by the way.
2: Yeah, well, that's what this game's going to be. It's going to be those for hopefully only forty bucks, or I'll pay sixty if there are cutscenes and like an actual narrative. Rework oh, some man. of the shooting mechanics to be more more fine tuned for PVE, and I'm down. I'm down either way. I'm going to play it. I love the Overwatch universe.
0: Yeah, same here. Yeah, as a matter like, fact, as soon as I heard uh, the possibilities, of it, I actually reinstalled Overwatch, so it's it's on my computer again.
2: What what surprised me is that. The, the reports were saying that both of those titles are going to be announced at this year's BlizzCon, which I could see Diablo 4 being like the marquee title this year, but not like an Overwatch expansion or like new new title. It seems way too early for that.
0: Yeah, no, God, Diablo 4 needs to be at this year's BlizzCon. After the shit show yeah, it does. last year, yeah. Yeah, it, it has to be, to be there. Even if it's just a logo, even if it's just a logo to confirm they're doing something, it has to be there.
1: Don't you have a phone, Josh? Come on. Oh, my God, did it he just do seems- that? phone i even
0: <laughs> upgraded my phone and you know i don't use it to play games even though i'm paying you know 34 bucks a month on a 900 hundred dollar bill yeah, whatever
2: so yeah, yeah, diablo 4 is gonna be there even if it wasn't originally planned to be it has to be now
1: yeah it's crazy there's i no I, way around I, it. I don't i don't see blizzard getting away another year by not showing off diablo 4 last year showed them that hey we done fucked up big time week we cannot do this again we cannot do this again, and the fact that Blizzard is losing a lot of talent now—it's no. And yeah, 4
2: might still be like a ways off though, right? Because then they scrap uh this new idea they had.
1: Eh, possibly, who knows?
2: I remember reading a or I think it was a Kotaku report from Shrier that it was not going to be like an isometric action RPG. It was going to be like a third-person action kind of game. See, the they, thing like, is, they scrapped it and started over.
1: See. Blizzard is known for doing stuff like that. I mean, the original Overwatch was made from another game called Titan. Titan, yeah. So, Blizzard is known for going, oh, we need to stop this. And we never, you never know. It could have been Activision saying, you know what? Stop. Just stop. Because we all know Activision governs Blizzard now. Blizzard is not the powerhouse it used to be, unfortunately.
0: Even still, historically, even before the Activision acquisition, they've pretty much confirmed that they've canceled about 50% of the titles they were making. Just because they didn't pass Blizzard's quality expectations, so
1: yeah, you never know. In regards to what I'm thinking about that, my thoughts about that, I, I really don't care. Um, I don't want to see another Overwatch. I know gas. I don't want to see it. They did not handle the first one properly. They they were doing great. They had a good opening. The game was doing well, and then they started making really silly mistakes, and people started going, "Wow, this game is lame," and it slowly started losing its popularity. And the other games came out. And just put the nail in the coffin, Yo. I don't want to see the Overwatch. I'd rather Blizzard focus their their attention elsewhere. Yablo Four will be a great, maybe another IP. And there's nothing wrong with 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 Overwatch, but I feel that they could just keep working working on Overwatch as it is. We don't need Overwatch
0: two. I think a an idea for uh, RTS co op. Would be great. Yeah, it would be. And here's an idea for RTS fans. How about a Warcraft Four or maybe a Starcraft Three? You know, fans have only been asking for that for a long time, too.
1: Well, we got Warcraft 4.
0: <sighs> I know. You, they said
1: I that! <laughs> Whatever happened
2: to Warcraft 3, the remake, did that come out yet? Or is that no, still? No, later this year. Yeah, it's still up for
1: pre-order right now. Yeah. That was not a while ago, didn't they? They wanted it to be awesome.
0: Yeah. Also, as a side note, um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is also up for pre-order on the Blizzard launcher, so we know where that's landing. Yeah, I thought
2: all COD games are going to be on there following Black Ops 4.
0: Yeah, probably. Them up
2: steam to get a bigger cut.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: let's not talk about that. Come on. <laughs> no. Oh my god, I don't know how many people I had to fight with about that. Uh yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyway, big topic of the night. Obviously, we are on the evening of E3. It starts tomorrow, which is Saturday. Really? Recording here on Friday.
1: I mean, the leaks already started. It's E3 now, baby. It's been E3 for like a whole week already.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm right, sitting right. writing up Barring an article for this internet,
0: new leak. E3 starts tomorrow. Okay. <laughs>
1: Officially.
0: Yeah, officially. So obviously this is the biggest time of the year for gamers here in the United States, aside from things like, you know, Tokyo Game Show and you know all this other great stuff. Uh, but we got some things we'd like to talk about, some things we're looking forward to, maybe speculating a couple surprises we might, you know, not know of that the internet hasn't leaked yet. So uh start with you, Keith, because as you know my section's probably be a little short. What are you looking forward to at this year's E three?
1: Microsoft. All Microsoft. Well, actually, I'll, I'll back it up. So, um, I'm looking forward to all the announcements that Microsoft is going to have in their conference or briefing. I'm looking forward to the new hardware announcements. I'm looking to them to finally show off Project X Cloud. I'm um, looking for, a, for a Halo Infinite. Oh my god, can't wait for that. Because they're going to demo that, finally. Actual gameplay. Gears of War 5. The other games that we don't know about, the other first party games we don't know about, well... Uh let's see what else I got here. Xbox Game Pass on PC. Their new initiative to push their upcoming Xbox published games to Steam, which is also huge. Um outside of that, uh I was looking forward to the new From Software game that's possibly a rumor that's no longer a rumor anymore. You guys may have heard of it by now and it's called um Elden Ring. It's a fantasy RPG in a world made by Miyazaki of Dark Souls. You may have heard of that. Um,
0: possibly next gen Xbox
1: no I talked about that already um, oh. I'm looking forward to Nintendo surprises I'm hoping that they'll finally say hey we are going to give you an F-Zero Oh, please say that please say that I mean god I've been waiting on that forever we all uh, have you. Doom Eternal I'm a big Doom fan I, I, that's all I gotta say Doom Eternal I've been waiting for that since they announced it last E3 I. I it's been a whole year I, I really need to see that and um, Monster Hunter World Iceborne, because I'm a big Monster Hunter fan. Really love that series. Monster Hunter World blew me away. I'm hoping Capcom comes out and says, cross play. Please do it. I doubt they will, but I'm hoping that they will. Looking at Dauntless, going, oh shit, guys. Um, we may have a problem here. We might need to do that. Because, as you all know, Iceborne is not coming out for the PC until possibly 2020, while Xbox and PlayStation 4 come out. Was it September? And I got a lot of time invested in the PC version. I would really hate to jump back to the Xbox or PlayStation 4 version just so I can play the new expansion. So cross-play or cross-save would help me out a lot. And Streets of Rage 4. Because it's Streets of Rage 4. That's it. Quite a a lot of stuff that I'm looking forward to.
0: Yeah. How about you, Diego?
2: Oh, man. Where do I start? (laughs) I put up a really really lengthy piece uh, earlier this morning about my my hopes and my predictions and every year i tend to get a little little wild with my predictions and very detailed but uh i, I want to see star wars that i fall in order that's that's confirmed yeah they showed a little like five second teaser in a tweet and i'm already in love with everything about that game they showed some climbing and if there's anything about a video game that'll get me excited is climbing because that that's it's it's a tell if the game's going to be strongly narrative focused because there's another game that has a lot of climbing in it that's really story focused. You might have heard of it. It's called Uncharted. What's that? It's a small indie game. It's on this weird Japanese console you might have heard of.
1: Nah, uh, I don't play Japanese shit.
2: Yeah, but that's EA Play. No, there's not going to be any surprises. We already know the whole schedule. Microsoft is where things get interesting. And I think Phil Spencer's going to come on stage. He's even wearing a rare t shirt. He did announce... that. He did yeah, that. Yeah, he's going to do it year. again because they're going to announce a new Banjo Kazooie game out this fall.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to see that. And I'm then Phil Spencer's sure. going to show up
2: in the Nintendo Direct on Tuesday wearing the same t-shirt and announce it for Switch.
1: <laughs> nah.
2: Along, right before Banjo gets revealed for Smash.
1: Well, no, we're getting Master Chief and Smash. Come on.
2: Okay, well there's going to be a Microsoft rep, and the community is boiled down to three likely possibilities. It's either going to be Banjo-Kazooie, Master Chief, or Minecraft Steve. And those are all very strange choices for a Smash Brothers character. <laughs> I don't know which one I would like more.
1: Mm, That is tough. Master Chief. There we go. That made it easy for you. I would love to see Master Chief in there.
0: Yeah, Um, someone actually has uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate on Switch. I would love to play as Master Chief in that as well, so make it happen.
2: Uh, I think we're going to see Ori and the Will of the Wisps again, and I think it'll be available right after the Microsoft conference.
1: You know, that would be nice.
2: Because they showed it last year, and it looks super done, and I thought they were going to shadow drop it, but then it said 2019.
1: That Uh, would be nice. I, I, I also agree with you on that one.
2: Ninja Theory's game leaked. The trailer is already up. It's yeah. It's a 44 uh, heavily stylized game.
1: Reminds Probably me of an uh inch. Anarchy. What was it Anarchy Yeah. Yeah. That's what reminds me of.
2: I'm sure we'll see that. I think we're going to see Playground Games and their Fable game they've been working on supposedly. Uh, I think they're just going to call it Fable, and that's going to upset why not? a lot of people.
1: Because why not?
2: Because they're not going to call it Fable 4. It's it's been too long. It's going to be a reboot. So it's either going to be Fable or just Fable in some generic
0: title. I-, I want to see someone get trolled at the GameStop. Just come in, like, "Hey, do you have Fable? Yeah, over there in a the pre-owned bin, dude. Five bucks. Score. Get home. It's like, why doesn't this work on my new Xbox?" Oh my what god! If
1: Somebody would actually need to do that. They're they are completely stoned or, or fucked up or um, not of this someone world. Will do it. <laughs> not of this world. It'll be
2: like this fall when like some parents go in to buy Modern Warfare for their kid and they oh, walk no. the Oh no. That's yeah, going see that a lot.
1: That's yeah. A
2: huge problem or Modern Warfare Remastered.
1: Oh my god, that is that is yeah, that's gonna be a problem. That yeah, is think, gonna be a problem. I think
2: we'll uh, see what the initiative has been working on. A small, small teaser, like a twenty-second little teaser video at the very. No, end I of the think conference.
1: we'll get a longer. I think we'll get something longer than that, but it definitely will be just video.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think their title's like two years out still. I, I think it's a hugely ambitious narrative game.
1: You think two years? I, I don't think we're gonna see that until after, maybe a year or so after the first the new Xbox. Drops. I
2: think it'll be like a like a first six months title for the next Xbox.
1: Definitely not launch.
2: Cyberpunk 2077 is going to get a release date for spring 2020. Mark my words.
1: Can I tell you something? I'm what? not really excited for that anymore. Are you not? How? I I, I don't know. I just there, There's so many things coming out now.
2: Yeah, there are a lot of video games coming out.
1: <laughs> it's just like, I don't have time for this, this RPG that's going to take me 80 plus hours. I, 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 I don't have it anymore. So cool.
0: Yeah, I'm right there in that boat with you. Like every time I see a new RPG, I'm like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to sink a hundred hours into this." And it's like, "Wait, I forgot. I can't find like even five hours to put into this game. Life's just so damn busy." I'll, I'll it, make
2: the time. Like I won't sleep.
1: I mean, well, I believe that. I have did that a couple times. And I'm like, I'm not doing this again because <laughs> this is. Every time I take off from work or take a couple days off from work to say I'm gonna stay home and play this game, and it never happens. Something else always
0: crops up. So I've just given up. See, that's why I want to get rich, so I can just stop working and just devote my entire life to doing whatever the hell I want to. The dream. Will I ever achieve it? Probably not. Eh, then, don't say that. You never know. I've got E3 predictions, or at least what I'm looking forward to. So, but, yes.
1: What are you looking forward to?
0: Well, as for Tell me, um, Microsoft is obviously something I'm paying attention to because of the whole Game Pass coming to PC thing. Yes. Um, obviously, I'm interested in that. Um, since you mentioned Halo Infinite and Gears 5, Um, I still really have to play Gears 4. It's still sitting on my computer from the uh, Steam Winter Sale. and I I kind of remember you telling me that like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I still have to actually play Gears 4, but it's there. I need to get through it. And it's the whole mental block thing where it's like Gears was supposed to be a trilogy. I played all three games and it kind of ended for me. You know, Marcus and his father kind of had that thing. And then, you know, you killed the Hive Queen and all that good shit. And I'm like, hey, it's done. And then Gears 4 comes out. I'm like, oh, well. That's a money grab. And I just can't get my head wrapped around that, so maybe one day I'll just say fuck it and, and play it because, you know, Gears 5 is coming out. Um, Halo Infinite, uh, same thing with me with Halo. It's like the third game came out and Chief's like, wake me when you need me and apparently, I guess Microsoft needed him because, you know, they brought him back for Halo 4 and Halo 5. So I gotta get caught up on that series too, but, you know, I was a fan of the Halo series, so I guess I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, but mostly it's, the hardware, um, obviously, Microsoft's going to be talking something about the next-gen console since Sony has already been firing stuff left and right about theirs. Uh, so we're going to get some information on that I'm looking forward to. And, obviously, Game Pass because, you know, between Play Anywhere, Games Come to Steam, and Game Pass, I consider my PC an Xbox One at this point. So I already have the Xbox One, um, which is pretty cool for me. Uh, Bethesda, I don't really care anything about except for maybe Doom Eternal since I am a Doom fan. Uh, so that I'm looking forward to. EA Play, not really looking forward to anything. I'm pretty sure we're going to get your Insert Sports Franchise 2020 reveals there. Uh, Developer Digital, um, they're probably going to follow the Final Fantasy VII announcement again, so, you know, rest in peace. Uh, PC Gaming Show, I'm looking forward to Truck Simulator to see if they actually add an actual Waffle House to it to make it realistic. But I thought really. you were just kidding. I, I, I am. I'm being facetious.
1: Okay, <laughs> wait, I could have swore he was saying
0: he was kidding. But yeah, uh, the big one for me, obviously, like you said, I'm very transparent. Uh, Square Enix Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, the fan in me was really hoping this was Final Fantasy IX remake, but I guess I'll take seven. Seven uh, is actually my fourth favorite Final Fantasy, and uh, my, like many others back then, it was my gateway into the Final Fantasy series. I had not played a Final Fantasy game before seven, so yes, it does hold a little special place in my heart. But I still think that nine uh, is better, followed by four, six, VI, than seven and then 10. Those would be my top five. Uh, But yeah, seeing the trailer that they put out not that long ago really got me excited, and they said more details in June. I'm like, yep, that's E3, and sure enough, Monday night, Square Enix is going to be there with a live presentation, and I can't wait to see what they have to talk about for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, But I'm not done with Square, because... You know, E3 kind of has some surprises. They've been hinting at these two games for a while, so either I'd like to see one or the other, or both, actually get announced. That would be Bravely 3rd and Octopath Traveler 2. I would absolutely love to see those games get, you know, a little surprise announcement. Um, So we'll see what they have to bring on uh, Monday night. And Nintendo, um, like you, I want to see an F-Zero. I mean, it's been way too long. We definitely need a brand new F-Zero game on Switch. Uh, we need to see that happen. Um, the, you know, the grudge in me wants to see Star Fox zero ported the switch without motion controls because, you know, we've been waiting almost 20 years for a true, you know, successor to Star Fox 64. They gave it to us on the Wii U and it was riddled with motion controls everywhere. And I was so disappointed. It's like you had one job, Nintendo, just one job and you couldn't get it done. So take out the motion controls, port that shit to switch and let's do it. Um, other than that, I am looking forward to possibly a release date to the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake. Um, I have that on pre-order. If they come out with a collector's edition, I'm canceling the pre-order and going for the collector's edition, uh, so I can't wait for that. And of course, as we talked about, Master Chief possibly being added to Super Smash Brothers. so... If that happens, I'll be happy since I own Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and would love to play as Master Chief. Outside of that, yeah, not really looking forward to much of anything because a lot of stuff is AAA titles. And, well, i pretty made it well known that I've been burned on AAA titles so much that I just don't give a shit about most of them anymore. So there you go.
1: That's fair. I mean, that's more than fair. Or
0: wow. It's been a bad string because, you know, it was first, um, the first Destiny, you know, when I was told that if I wanted to learn about the lore of the game, I had to go to a website. From within the game. Like, okay, screw that. Then the lack of, you know, end game content besides the same old repeat these missions go to the crucible or do this one raid got really old really fast so I was like you know screw this game that was my first burn second one was Watch Dogs I thought that game was absolutely boring sure it was open world you can go anywhere do whatever you want but when you find out all the missions are just kind of copy and paste it and spread around the world it got really old really fast did not care for that game at all and then the biggest one that really burned me No Man's Sky I don't have to go any further just mention the name Speaks for itself and after that I'm like you know what I think I'm kind of done with Triple titles but then again i kind of enjoyed detroit become human so kind of a hypocrite all those games yeah all those games all those games oh this guy's
2: getting a vr update this summer and an mmo update and a third one we don't know about yet which i think we'll see at
1: microsoft come if if it doesn't get leaked before that you mean yeah we'll probably hear about it like tomorrow god damn i feel so bad for (laughs) microsoft (laughs) it's like it's like all your stuff is getting leaked microsoft come on yeah do something about this nintendo has some stuff that's going to get leaked.
2: But we don't I know doubt yet. It. Well, no, I doubt a, a very good. prominent uh, Nintendo leaker has been leaking stuff non-Nintendo related these past couple of days, and they've said they have a lot of Nintendo stuff, but they're not going to drop it until Monday, the day before the direct.
0: Because they're scared yeah probably
1: but there, <laughs> there are things out there nintendo comes for the knees forward. they don't play yeah
0: oh i actually forgot something capcom they mentioned that uh, they may have a few surprises at e3 and i'm hoping Bullshit. those surprises involve the words mega and or man next to each other and possibly a Mega Man 12 a Mega Man x9 or the resurrection of legends 3 so Ooh, Legend that's what i'm hoping for nothing's confirmed but i'm hoping and crossing my fingers and toes for
1: you mean deep down
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Keep reworks reworked as a Mega Man title. It's oh, actually God. Mega Man Legends three.
0: <laughs> you don't do that. You'll get Josh Hope. <laughs> He's probably I had hitting, good like, damn blood it. pressure on my doctor's appointment on Wednesday. Don't ruin that. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry, Mega Man Legends. Well, I don't know why people keep holding on for that. That's just no.
0: Because Mega Man walnuts stuck on the goddamn moon and he needs to get off. That's Is why. It, Wasn't
1: it Capcom like you guys made us cancel it? It's all your fault. Like what? What are you smoking? That was old Capcom. How was it our that, fault? That was, that was like 2010 Capcom.
0: <laughs> that was Seth Killian Capcom. You know, but Seth Capcom Killian right was now. God.
1: What? He was the best, wasn't he? he everybody he was loved right, him. I guess. don't know what happened to him. PlayStation All-Stars, then he just disappeared. Huh. He remembers that game. We're
2: going to get a sequel one of these days. I'm still... No, old. we're not. We're going to get a sequel. It'll be a reboot. <laughs> that game just was call so bad. Just called PlayStation All-Stars. That game was so bad. Not we great. don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> How are we feeling about Bethesda's conference besides Doom? like What do we, what do we think we're going to see?
1: uh damn that's bad
2: i think doom is gonna like have a huge like stadia feature i mean no one's gonna care
1: i think doom is gonna be a big for they're gonna talk about fallout 76 and they're gonna try and do something yeah they're gonna try and do something to be like oh you know know."
2: be cute about it will he come out and be like i've read on the internet that some people didn't like this game or something like that? yes yes i definitely think that's what
1: i definitely think he's gonna do that because that's how he is um I think we'll see the Rage DLC shown off, or the Rage 2, excuse me. Um, I also think that we might see more stuff from, because um, I, I, there was a rumor they were going to try and bring up more stuff for, um, God, Prey 2, because they're still holding on to that. So we might see something for Prey 2. Uh,
2: like a sequel to the new Prey or like the canceled, yeah, canceled Prey 2?
1: We're never going to see the canceled one. I love. I, oh my God. I, I, I can't remember everything, but I do remember watching the trail of the old Prey it was like, Sci-fi Western, and I thought that was cool. and Then they were like, "No, we're no, we're canceling that." So the new prey was pretty good as well. I would love to see the old one, but that's never going to come back. um But that's our, what I'm just thinking, working on uh, we'll young Youngblood though,
2: aren't they with uh, yeah, with Machine Games,
1: yeah, we'll show that I mean, probably. We'll definitely see stuff for Youngblood as well. I, I don't really care. I know they said they weren't going to talk about other Elder Scrolls six, but I think they're lying.
2: Ah, dude, that Starfields out before that game. That game is so far out. And they're not even talking about Starfield.
1: No, I, no, don't I think they're lying. I, I truly think they're they lying. They would do that.
2: But if if anybody were to lie, it'd be Bethesda. because you know they're trying to get everybody hyped.
1: Yeah, th- I mean, because going into this, they don't have a lot of big games.
2: I think we're gonna see New Evil Within, not three, but like maybe a spinoff.
1: I would love to see that because I'm a huge fan of that series. It's just really weird that the the, the um God, what's his name? My ring not working right now. Um the the um, producer of that series is coming over at the same time that E3 is happening. That's oh. not a coincidence. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not a coincidence. There. There.
0: Unless
2: There's he's there that's... for, like, Resident Evil. He's there for that. No, no, he's not coming
1: back. No, he's not coming back. But what back if out, he does? Huh? But what if he does? Then that'd be odd, because then there would never be another Evil Within. then. So that kind of bites.
2: Yeah. Uh, what if he's doing both?
1: That's just weird. <laughs> so you're... so. You're on both sides of the fence, so you can, like, sabotage your one game. No, I don't want to see that. What if they connect?
2: What if they're in the same universe? Just stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I truly do think we're going to see something about, or hear something about Fallout 76. They have to say something to save face. It's easy, one of the biggest flops of this gaming generation. Yeah. But outside
2: think, of that... we'll see, like, a big expansion for it. Because they have I, a roadmap throughout, like, the fall.
1: Yeah, so there's Anthem.
2: Well, that one doesn't go that far.
1: <laughs> I truly think that they're hedging Doom eternal to be their big thing and i hope that i'm wrong yeah, me too i don't but think Doom I... has that that like
2: it's it's a very very well made game like i love Doom 2016 and i'm looking forward to eternal as much as the next guy but it doesn't have like that that luster to it that like fallout 76 had before it came out or like an elder scrolls game has it's not like a big three focus game you know it's not like the the flagship presentation game
0: yeah I it's thought of something you know what i want out of bethesda There is probably like a less than zero percent chance of this happening but i'm gonna say it anyway because the kid in me wants to see it back. I want one of my greatest gaming experiences as a co- uh, as a child back. I want an HD remake of Quake Three Arena.
1: You got that already. It's called Quake Online Champions.
0: Yeah, but it's kind of not the same.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. What if they do a new Quake? Nah, no, that Quake is dead. Quake, oh, Quake. was gray.
0: Considering how good Quake Four went, I doubt They I
1: gave that. Quake. They gave Quake so many chances. I mean, Quake Four. <laughs> uh, okay. And that's then the they did Quake.
0: Uninstalled and it's sitting on my shelf, collecting dust right now.
1: And then they did Quake Four, and Quake Four, and then it was like Quake Online, and then they both Quake Online did okay, but they tried to bring back the magic that was uh, Quake Arena, and it didn't really do it. Um, yeah, that's why I just want
0: it. just the original Quake Three Arena redone in HD graphics. That's all I want.
1: Who who would work on that though? Because it software doesn't do stuff like that anymore. Um, and most of the its software games are made by or work on other other companies. Like Machine Gun Games is doing one, Arcane did another one. Who would work on that?
2: How many free studios? They all have like their own projects.
1: Yeah, I mean, and it's not like they have John Carmack anymore. He's Facebook, so that's not happening.
0: Carmack, we need to get back.
1: Yeah, I don't think I don't, don't want to say never, because I would like to see Quake Four as well. I would like to see old properties retouched, you know, like uh, Hexen. Hexen was great. I loved Hexen back in the day. I don't think we'll see that again either. Oh, and thank you for bringing up Quake 4 um, because it's not Quake, it's not Quake 4. But um, there's another game that got announced during the 2018. Was it 2018? Uh, game Awards show, The uh, Witchfire. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's, who's making that? Astronauts. The astronauts.
2: Trailer was all it was like from the creators of like the vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, yeah, but also yeah. like Bulletstorm. It was a great yeah, trailer.
1: Yeah, I, I've been f- I've been keeping tabs of that. Um, I no 2017 the game was shut because yeah, they went
2: kind of quiet. But then they did yeah. like a small developer update.
1: Yeah, they gave us like a ten second video. <laughs> that was it. And it was like, oh my god, yes, that has to be E3 as well. I completely forgot about that game. Where will it be though? You're asking that like, at, at which conference? Yeah, like which conference? Who's, who's oh, nobody. Happening? I don't think it'll be anybody's conference. Gaming
2: show. Mm, possibly. Epic Game Store exclusive.
0: It, it'll be on the Ouya conference outside in the parking lot as it's being hauled away by security.
2: Oh, the Stadia the... conference.
0: Yeah, that too.
1: Stadia <laughs> conference. Get the fuck out of here. I, I do want to talk about Stadia, but E3 is more important than that right now. Um, but yeah, I have so many questions for the people for for Astronaut Switchfire. I really want to see more of this. That because I did a list and I said I. My, one of my most look forward to things is that game that wows everybody or that product that wows everybody and which fire falls into that category. So I, I'm very looking, very forward looking to see if that game shows up. If anything, it'll be in Microsoft for the PCs side of things. I think or, the game has the a
2: high likelihood of showing up in the PC game.
1: It, it probably will. And when is that? That's on Monday, that right? Is
2: Monday, right I, after the VR showcase. I took off Monday. First ever <laughs> free VR I, showcase. I
1: was like, i I need to take off work for this day, so I need to watch this stuff. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, not
2: mess with your Rift S, have you?
1: No, i was, was going to do that this weekend.
2: Uh, well, Monday is the first ever VR showcase, so better get ready. They're going to show I some would, cool stuff.
1: I'm kind of scared to hook up the Rift S. It, it. I don't know why. It just feels. It just seems daunting. Like there's just like so much stuff I don't understand. It's scary
2: your first time. I mean, because, well, it's, I had the cv one so I did a lot of stuff to plug in. But the Rift is just that one cable.
1: Yeah, just the port. It was funny. I picked it up from the store, and lady came from the back counter and ran to the front as I was buying it. And she was like, do you have that one cable to plug into your video card? And I was like, DisplayPort? Oh, you know what you're talking about already? Yeah. He's like, we already had people buy it and bring it back because they thought it was HDMI. I'm like, but if they read the description, it would tell them that.
2: I think people are going to read the description? I do. <laughs> I read. Well, yeah, but you're <laughs> you're used to these things.
1: It's like, why would you no. not? It's four hundred dollars. Are you not going to pay but attention?
2: The first one had HDMI, so I guess they just thought this one would have HDMI too. Because a lot of a lot of devices don't come with only DisplayPort. So Those yeah, like high end stuff. And I guess that would be a VR headset that would only come with Display.
1: That's surprising. I caught burned down my street, huh? That's just like um the upcoming Avery Media external video thing device that is using Thunderbolt, and I'm like. Thunderbolt. Who the fuck on PC uses Thunderbolt? That's an odd choice. Anywho, um, yeah, it's pretty much a lot of stuff there from us from E3. I think. Are we done? We done talking about E3? Because I really want to talk Stadia.
2: We haven't talked about Ubisoft yet.
1: Ubisoft is a big disappointment.
2: uh, Hey man, Watch Dogs Legion. (sighs) The Rainbow Six uh Quarantine.
1: No, I'm not a big Rainbow Six fan.
2: This one's gonna be a co-op game like that that Overwatch thing we were talking about earlier.
1: You know, Division Two has me salty because of the raid changes. Um, so that got me pissed off. So now I don't trust them with Wildlands. <laughs> um, there is no beyond good and evil Two, which is frustrating because they were saying it's going to be there and it's totally not going to be there. They've got those new IPs though.
2: They got, uh, the roller champions one, and then the two new ones, the RPG they're working on the small one supposedly.
1: The only RPG they need to work on is beyond good and evil Two. finish yeah, that, that.
2: game's not coming out for like four more years.
1: See, and that's the problem. Finish that and then talk. I guess these big studios can't do that, though, like these smaller ones. They got to work on many, many different projects at the same time. Um, Wait, what do we think, think about was... Avengers? Because
2: we only really talked about Final Fantasy VII. Avengers. about Avengers?
1: Okay, Avengers. <sighs> See, I've, I've, I've read too much stuff. Now I'm scared. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about it. Because one person saying like, it's going to be like Overwatch. The other person is like, no, it's going to be like a Diablo. And I'm like, um.
2: It's going to be like a Destiny or a Division. Like, I think we can assume that from the information that we know. The official information anyway
1: but like we said before we talked about this other podcast that, that that didn't make it out thanks to discord thanks discord um i want it to be a game that you live in the world of marvel or the avengers but the avengers are either disappeared or incapacitated or whatever and you get to make your own hero not be any of the existing avengers or superheroes you're your own one your own character customization you get to pick your own set of powers and you go from there that's what I wanna see. Um I don't think we're gonna see that. Yeah, I'm I think pretty we're, sure gonna we're gonna be... play as the yeah, heroes. The... Yeah, I don't want that. I don't want that.
2: I wanna go unlock like all the different Iron Man suits.
1: Maybe but I do Spider-Man like the Man idea suits. that they said, you know, the world will be ever changing, it'll be evolving. That's I like that idea. Keep to that, that'll be good. Uh yeah. Yeah, I mean I know we we're talking about Ubisoft, but Avengers it remains to be seen. Um getting back to Ubisoft. I mean, if I really was excited about anything, it would be possibly Splinter Cell coming back. Yeah, that that's happening.
2: Like, that has to happen.
1: That, um, I was really frustrated when they killed off um Starlink. Well, they killed off the toy line. They pretty much started slowing down development on Starlink. But they really thought they had something with that. So, I don't foresee them talking about Starlink at E3. No, that
2: game's, that game's done.
1: Yeah, unfortunately. Was... I thought it had potential. I thought it did is going to
2: cut to black and then we're going to hear like the night vision goggles go off everyone's th- going to get really excited
1: i think that actually might be the first thing they show
2: it'll be their one last thing or it, they'll pretend like it's over and then it'll just happen kind of like how the cyberpunk thing happened last year where it got hacked
1: that was good though the or
2: that with watchdogs they'll be like okay we're gonna go now and then some text will show up on the screen and they'll be like oh we're getting we're getting hacked by watchdogs legion and they'll show a trailer with a release
1: date i mean it, it was leaked so, I don't, I don't really care. I'm looking at surprises, surprises, which is kind of hard to I don't do think anymore. Have,
2: Ubisoft's show gets leaked every year on purpose. Yeah.
1: Um, Honorable mentions. I would like to see a um update on something near Automata related, maybe a new DLC. I don't think we're ever going to see that. But the reason I say that is because the game did so well. It's so, so well. It's so better than Square Enix expected it to. It would have been nice to see something else come out of it. I don't think we will. Um,. There was also that game they're working on with Platinum Games Babylon's Fall. I think we we'll heard, see that. We haven't heard anything about that game since it was first announced either. Uh, that was Square Enix, Ubisoft, I'm done. I, I don't have much expectations for Ubisoft. Um, I'm done. Where now I think kids? about it, there's not really a lot that I'm looking forward to in E3 other than what I mentioned. I think Square's going to show new Final Fantasy. No. Other than seven.
2: I think they're going to show 16.
1: No. Or, no.
2: Knowing Square, this game will be out eight years from now, but I think they're going to announce it. But will it be finished?
0: No, no 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 wait 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 you got it wrong it's gonna be final fantasy versus 15 and then six years later it'll be final fantasy 16 oh
2: god <laughs> yeah no i think they're gonna like it'll be like nine where it's like classic final fantasy
0: oh my god i would kill for that
2: and i think it's gonna have a uh, pixel art yeah but like it's be half, and half.
0: Octopath traveler have,
2: like, no i think like the overworld would be pixel art but then once you get to a town it gets like really cool and next gen
0: i would sell a kidney for that oh my god
1: you might need
2: that though i think 14 will make its way to xbox and maybe for Shadowbringers coming up,
0: you know it would be nice.
1: I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: Or it could be the worst announcement ever. Final Fantasy but, sixteen online. Oh, hey,
1: is not doing bad online.
0: Yeah, and that's only reason why sixteen would be an actual yeah, console like, game. People
1: still play eleven. Yeah, they,
0: they don't do. need a
2: third MMO. I don't know. People really like eleven. Uh, 11 it's boring. I prefer
0: fourteen. I've not played fourteen. I still have it on my PC from when Keith actually got it for me. Just like is <laughs> <laughs> very it. good, excellent. I actually need to get 11 back because I gave my account away, and then uh, I sold the game to my friend, and now I'm mad because that's the only mainline Final Fantasy that I'm missing.
1: The problem with that, Josh, is you were so stuck in Warcraft that no other MMO really made a difference to you. But now that you're partially free... Uh,
0: Actually, no. I was stuck in EverQuest at the time that 11 came out.
1: No, no. When I gave you the stuff for 14. Oh. Yeah. Well... Through wow. me then, I guess. Is more stuff from Bandai Namco's lineup getting leaked? Jesus. It's their Bandai- entire lineup for Bandai. Fix your website, guys.
2: Take that shit offline. What's what's getting leaked now? They already I'm had just, three games leaked.
1: I'm just reading it. I'm reading into it now. But it's yeah, basically somebody said, Yeah, your entire lineup just got leaked. What the hell? Anyway, I'll I'll talk about that when I find out more information. So on f- Thursday, this Friday, Yesterday, Google finally gave us information, more information on their upcoming streaming console, streaming platform, Stadia. And going into the Direct, or can we call it a Direct? They call it a it, Stadia
2: Connect. That's connect,
1: their, connect, their term. Connect. This small-ass briefing. I did not have a lot of confidence in what they were showing. And then a lot of stuff was leaked ahead of time, talking about you need a re- uh, subscription, and you still had to buy games, which wasn't completely true. There were some things... They were a mixture of things, um, but they finally came out. We got the pricing of the of the of the uh, service, and you got two different versions. You got Stadia Pro, which comes out this November, which costs subscription is ten dollars a month. You get Destiny, all of Destiny two, which that'll keep. You get um a buddy pass. No wait, I'm going backwards. That's wrong. I'm thinking about Founders. Let me go back to it. Okay, so Pro is $10 a month, so that was right. You can, it, it goes up to 4K, 6 frames a second, 5.1 surround sound. You can buy games for it. It comes with Destiny 2, the collection, which is everything. Um, and you get discount on certain games. That's out this November 2019. You got Stadia Base, which ups, goes up to 1080p, 6 frames a second, st- uh, stereo surround sound, or stereo sound, excuse me. And you still have to buy games. Um, and uh, no free games with that. Which is okay, okay, fine. The free game is Destiny Two. Which <laughs> well, that really was that was much. that was a pro, so yeah, it's not really saying much. But with the pro, you get a subscription to games. With the free, you have to go buy the games. That's kind of going
2: to be. I, I think it's strange They're only launching with one game as like the free pro game.
1: Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? They said they add more on a
2: regular basis. I just, we just don't know how often it'll be. I would assume monthly.
1: I would hope so. Mm, excuse monthly. me and then they came out with the founder edition for 129 you get a stated controller you get the google uh chromecast ultra you get a 3 months of the pro subscription and you get a buddy pass which is which is good for was it a month or 3, three months 3 months you for each a friend months, you and your yeah. friend i wonder if you can redeem them both
2: probably not they're probably like account specific or
1: and and it was a special edition controller um which normally costs 70 bucks so Seventy bucks plus the ultra is like sixty-nine dollars. So you're actually making out twenty thirty dollars cheaper if you bought this founder edition. It also reserves your username for when the service goes live. I know Diego picked it up. I picked it up because I even though I don't really think this is gonna go anywhere, I hope that it does go somewhere. And I do want to support any kind of game initiative that's out there. I don't want to say this sucks, it needs to fail, like so many people are saying right now. I want them to succeed. I feel like this is just them shooting themselves in the foot or them showing that they did not do the research and they undershot. Because um, I think Xbox Project Cloud is going to eat this for lunch. Well, because that's streaming
2: games you already own on an Xbox platform, right?
1: No. Oh, you have to purchase games on X-Cloud?
2: I I thought it was like...
1: Okay, so from what I'm understanding, we'll find out more on Sunday, you can purchase games or use the games you already have.
2: Okay, that that's, well, th- of course Xbox is going to be better because they have, like, the benefit of having that back catalog already.
1: Yeah. was coming in entirely fresh. And, and, and here's the other thing I had a problem with Google. So they only showed off two exclusive games, and everything else that's coming out is stuff that we already have. It's like, Google, you needed to come out, and you had to hit heavy, and you had to say, these are the games that we have. I don't mind that you came out and said, we got some of these games you already have, but you needed to give us more exclusives. You needed to sell this system. You I feel didn't... like
2: they will. I feel like we're going to have a, another Stadia Connect like before launch where they show off their they huge have first party. Because I, I love Tequila Works as much as the next guy. Guilt is not going to sell Google Stadia.
1: When I first heard of Tequila Works, I thought maybe we were going to get something else. But no. I mean, it could. We, we never know. I mean, I, I don't want to ever discount a game saying this game's not going to do good or it's not going to excite us but be- between that and every, every other game that was announced they didn't even give us a performance they just came out oh here's numbers here's numbers here's numbers okay great show us these games being played give us a demonstration to Apple's credit Apple will give us a demonstration of their stuff they did nothing and that's the big issue and there were more conversations about this out obviously out on other places on the internet and one of the conversations was you think that they ever will give you the ability to download games. And I'm like, how? How are you going to do that? This service is made to stream and nothing more. The Google Chromecast doesn't come with any storage. And if you could download the game, how are you going to play it? Everything's processed in the damn cloud. What are you going to play it on?
2: Yeah, downloads aren't going to ever be a thing on Google. Never
1: going to be a thing. This, I'm sorry, this feels half-baked. It really does. The more well, we think about like, it, the more holes I are I feel in. like
2: the fact they're calling it a founder's thing and that Stadia free, like the base thing is not available to 2020, I think until Stadia base launches, this is like a beta, a, a beta test. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It you is. need a subscription to even buy games because Stadia base is not out until next year. Yeah. For the first six or seven months or Stadia base might not even launch until fall 2020. It
1: is in beta. It's going to depend on how well the founder edition sells. How well the foundation sells and how good the, the pro does does that is going to be a big
2: caveat. is going to be the lifeblood of Stadia. Like if if pro is disappointing, no one's going to catch on to the service because I'm not. I feel like most people will not pay sixty dollars to stream a triple A AAA video game when it's available for the same price on local hardware that okay. will run it
1: better. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about that. I, I feel so. One of the big reasons I think that. Stop it, computer. One of the big reasons I think that this is half-baked is, again, like I said before, they didn't do the research. They are trying to reach out to the entire gaming audience. And Stadia, in my mind, cannot do that. It simply cannot do that. Stadia is for people who don't have an Xbox, who don't have a PlayStation or they're not sure if they want to commit to the next generation of consoles, or people that have a low-end PC, they don't want to spend the money to upgrade the PC, and this is more of a convenience. I don't have to buy expensive hardware. I can stream my games wherever I go. I can play it on my TV. I can play it on my phone, certain phones right now. I can play it on my tablet. Great, that's fantastic. The majority of gamers right now don't care about that. And their messaging should have been to the casual gaming audience. Most people have a PlayStation, Xbox, and a game PC, or all of the above. Stadia, yeah, the problem with that is like they they should definitely be targeting the casual
2: audience that yeah. don't have consoles. But the games they're using, like the people, if you want to play Ghost Recon Breakpoint, you already have an Xbox One or a PS4 or a PC. Exactly. Like the people who do not have consoles are not interested in Ghost Recon Breakpoint. They're not interested in playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and they're not going to want to play any of these games on Stadia right now.
1: Exactly. Their, their outreach is going to the wrong market. They're trying to push it to the wrong people. And a majority of people, like I said, are like, I don't care. I'm not going to buy this. And I said that originally too, but I said, you know, I want to try it. I want to review it. I want to talk about it. I want to be able to experience it. So it's kind of a, of a yes, this is a hobby, but it's, it's still an obligation for me to do it because I want to be at the forefront of this technology and talking about it. I want people to listen to what I'm doing and I want to show them what exactly is happening here. Um, but for the average gamer who already has a console, no, Don't no, th- this is not for you. Do not waste your money right now. I, and I'm going to say something that might be hurtful, Diego. Let the idiots try it out first. Let the people who are willing to go ahead, plunk down the cash, because I did as well, oh, yeah, try too. it out.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very anti, well, not anti-Stadia. We're very cautious of Stadia. But we we got our founders edition reserve real quick.
1: Yeah, because they're they going to go. They're going to go. And B, again, I wanted to be there. I'm going to be at the forefront. I I feel
2: obligated to cover it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to talk about it. And if it sucks, I'm going to tell you it sucks. I'm going to review some games on Stadia. If it's great, okay, it's great. But I'm not going to sit here and go, nah, screw it, screw it. I'm not going to give it a chance. Because being in the space that we're in, one, we can't afford to. Two, we shouldn't do it. And three, I'd rather be out there talking about this and telling people what this is and what it can do, what it can't do what your expectations are and what your expectations shouldn't be.
2: And I feel like whenever it comes to marketing to hardcore gamers who already have consoles, they're trying to bank really hard on Stadia exclusive features. But I'm not going to pay the same price for a game I can get on PS4 like Ghost Recon Breakpoint just to be able to see my squad mate's perspectives. Like that's not worth the drawbacks of streaming. Like I really don't care. I can just talk on mic.
1: Yeah, Exactly. In fact, I don't need it on my screen. That's just cluttering up my screen. Yeah, no I thanks. I feel like the only games that
2: will take advantage of that are Stadia exclusives, which are the only reasons people would buy Stadia games to begin with.
1: So it all seems kind of pointless to me. Yeah, it does. So it'll Unless better, you they figure know. out a way to
2: get like Stadia games cheaper, which will never happen.
1: No, it's not going
2: to happen. be able to do it, I don't know. I think if, if they add titles, enough titles to Stadia Pro on a regular basis, then I'll stay subscribed. Because it's going to be nice to have Destiny 2 wherever I go, whenever I want, with cross-save and
1: now, and that's the second part, you know, the, the gamer, the people who want a game, regardless, it does have a nice subset. Like if I go out to PAX or somewhere else, I don't have to take my Xbox or my PlayStation and my PC. This time I will not have to, depending if the whole tier of Wi-Fi internet is there Yeah, good but not.
2: that's if you have it on Stadia Pro. I don't think you would buy it again for $60 just to be able to play it like streaming if you already No, wanted. I would
1: not. No, no, I would not. No, at all.
2: The service is going to live and die by Stadia Pro. It's going to be like Netflix. It's, yeah. it's going to be like if Netflix had a store that you could also buy new titles on for $60. So
1: with that, and that's also get back to the major drawback with their system is the fact that once again, it is a streaming platform. You do not have the ability to download these games. So you are at the mercy of ISPs data caps and connection speeds. They have yet to show us how much the latency messes up your gaming experience. They did not show that to us during the uh, streaming project either. I mean, yes, Assassin's Creed Odyssey ran pretty good. There was some delay here and there. And it was great, but it it was limited. We couldn't change any functions. We couldn't change any visuals. We couldn't do anything we were locked into what they wanted us to test when this comes out and they haven't said anything about that are we going to be able to change the functions in the game or are we going to be able to it says up to 4k so can we go all right we want 1080p we want to go 1440p if he even does that we want 4k can we change you no know, and i analyzing can we change the quality can we change you know anything and if we do is that going to Raise the latency, lower the latency, and this is I would my imagine. problem. Like if you have yeah. like,
2: a bad connection, you can just lower the the resolution or like turn off HDR or something.
1: I would imagine if you have a shitty connection, it's gonna lower it for you anyway. Yeah,
2: but like I, if if you're like if you have enough for 4K, but your internet's just messing up for some reason, you could lower it to 1080P. Or if you just prefer like uh, less latency and a faster response time, you can opt for 1080P instead of them faulting you to 4K because you have fast enough speeds for it.
1: Yeah, but,
2: but still like they uh, worked with Assassin's Creed Odyssey because that game already has some input lag. Uh, built in so it, they, people would write it off as the game's fault and also it's a third person action adventure game i'm not going to want to play a tactical shooter like ghost recon breakpoint or a fighting game like mortal
1: combat i am right not going to want to play a fighting game on and that. those are no. games they tried
2: to show like they're saying we have mortal Kombat out here we have ghost recon it's like these are the worst games to, to showcase streaming
1: and there's and there's my issue again they did not show anything they showed nothing. They showed stuff we had already
2: seen, which, oh man, they need to show new titles.
1: They Not even that. They didn't show us anything. Okay. They showed us the games. Did they show us the games in action? They showed some breakpoint gameplay. A trailer. No, they showed gameplay before that. Okay. Did I miss that? But we It, it didn't was get, like a short 30 second gameplay
2: thing showing off. We the,
1: didn't the get much of anything. I want you to have a guy or persons sitting down, loading up the game. And playing in the game.
2: Yeah, like I was expecting like a Doom demo because Doom Eternal is going to be like a flagship game for this this uh, service. No, no,
1: no, no. I I wasn't expecting that because everybody said Doom is late is laggy out the ass. Yeah, people were
2: saying it was bad, but like whenever they revealed uh Stadia back at GDC, they showed Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal is like very clearly their their game for this fall.
1: And I feel They're, bad. They think it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> prove
2: how great the service is, but I think it's and I do feel the so
1: bad for them because everybody keeps saying this game is not doing well on this I, service. I'm
2: very curious to see assuming Doom Eternal launches on Stadia the same day it launches on consoles, I would really want to see sales figures because doom eternals not just on pc ps4 xbox one it's also on nintendo switch and now it'll be on stadia and i'm willing to bet that it will the switch version will outsell the stadia version which is not fair because stadia is going to be a brand new service and the switch has been out for over two years at this point I would but say but I, I still like, think like the switch version with its usually low sales will outsell stadia
1: i would say anything at this point is not fair against uh, the switch because the switch is just killing everybody
2: Yeah, but like doom doom whenever they put that on switch didn't sell too well eh. is gonna be like you don't even need hardware for it
1: yeah that's true
2: like the, the Switch version of Doom Eternal is not going to sell anywhere near the PS4 or Xbox One versions, or even the, like the PC version. It's oh, not going to no. sell because it's going to be heavily gimped.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and then again, like
2: So so will Stadia theoretically, and I, I think the Switch will still outsell it.
1: Oh, there's no doubt that's not going to be gimped. It's going to be gimped. It's oh boy.
2: So I can't wait. I I can't wait to watch some Stadia compilations.
1: <laughs> oh my oh, god. I, and again, I, I I want this to do well. I I really do. I I Oof. just I I. I... I, I don't love this, see it. the
2: streaming feature like the idea of a streaming feature. I love the fact that I'm getting Destiny 2 with Stadia and all the expansions and its cross-platform play and cross-save excites me because theoretically I could just pull out my phone and then go run some strikes with my same progression and if I'm like at a hotel I can just pull out my laptop and play destiny 2 i can run a raid with friends who are on xbox and pc that's insane yeah destiny 2 is like the ideal scenario and obviously every game is not going to come anywhere near to having cross save and cross progression and being on stadia
1: yeah and and we still don't know if it's going to run well yeah and it's yeah it's going to run that's that's the thing we we have no idea about that that yeah stadia has a lot of things that has not proven google has not shown us that this is the system that we want or that we need. And yeah. The, the, and, and everybody was complaining. They are like hey they put this video on YouTube. And they didn't let us comment on it. Well yeah why would why would they do that? Yeah,
2: It would just be uh, blind hate. Because no one's seen it in action. No one's tried it.
1: It's like how, how are we going to offer feedback? Feedback on what? Have you played it? Have you touched it? No? Okay what are you going to provide feedback on? Nothing. Stop. Just stop.
2: But I do think this is not the last time we'll hear from Google. Before the launch of Stadia. Because it doesn't have a concrete day yet. It's just November. I think yeah. we'll hear from them again, like in September or August. But for Stadia their sake, Connect too. For
1: their sake, I hope they, they better. I they hope get we to sit uh, together. I hope we see
2: their Stadia Games and Entertainment game, like their their big first-party title.
1: Yeah, they have to. They they have to show it us. It has something. to be a
2: launch title, and it has to be included with Stadia Pro, or it should be. I don't know if it has to.
1: Josh,
0: you He's know it's funny. I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you guys for like the past 20 minutes ramble on and on about Stadia and wanting it to do well. You're forgetting the one thing, the one fact, the one thing that has preordained this console D.O.A. and that is, ever since a three-console market has ruled the industry, no console has come out and nudged their way in and succeeded. Atari Jaguar failed. Lynx? failed. TurboGrafx-16 failed. OnLive failed. Ouya failed. Shield failed atari streaming console failed and guess what stadia will fail as well i can punch some holes into that one atari
1: jaguar and lynx failed because they're american companies that did not do well
0: it still failed
1: online failed because it was a great technology people just weren't ready for it it still failed oh yeah well you fucking suck it was android gaming nvidia shield hasn't failed it's still going yeah i don't think you can compare
2: stadia to the OUYA.
1: they're completely different things
0: but still my point is if it's not the big 3 it's not going well, to work well, because people the PC has not always
2: been a concept well
0: microsoft and xbox only showed up on the scene only three consoles available in this world that's why
1: i think we're past that though i yeah, think we're ready no we are totally i don't think
0: we're past that not yet
1: cuz we got the pc and the, see that's the problem the state is not really a console yeah it's not it's more it's a service and it's going to be the i mean again this thing is going to be the biggest thing the state can provide anybody is convenience
2: Yeah, it just has to prove that it can actually provide it and not just provide a totally gimped experience.
1: That's the thing. The moment it starts providing a really shitty experience, the moment people get locked out of their games because their internet can't handle it, the moment the games are not accessible because your internet is not good enough, it's done. It is over. And nobody will give it a second chance.
2: Yeah, I I think how Stadia does is going to determine the future of streaming as a whole for video games. I would say that. Well, it, it's gonna, if it fails, it's going to deal a huge blow to streaming because everyone's going to be like, remember Stadia. I, I don't would, think it'll have any effect on, like, XCloud or something because well, that's, that's, that's primarily that's streaming stuff that you have on Xbox with the option to buy games. Stadia is a streaming platform. like the, it, is, mean, it is their forefront thing. It's the only thing
1: available Because the reason why I say I wouldn't say I wouldn't think it would do that because we've already had PlayStation Now, which was nothing but streaming. And it was and okay. That's a huge success for them. But the
2: thing with PlayStation Now, in comparison to Stadia, is that... you can download now. Well, and not all the games, not the games you would care to play. Yeah, but PlayStation Now is a side project for for PlayStation. The, their their main thing is still PlayStation Four, and then PlayStation. Exactly, 5 the but it showed
1: that it could be done, and.
2: <sighs> but not not a, if they forced you to stream every game on PlayStation. I feel like it would be a completely different scenario. Yeah, and plus yeah, PlayStation Now yeah. only has like not even a million subscribers.
1: Right. I think it's like it, it, it. It. This is Sony. Sony doesn't. Sony didn't commit to that shit. But the shit. thing Just... with
2: XCloud and and now is their side project. Stadia is the project.
1: Yeah. And that's the problem. And I. I. I don't know why they think that they could get away with ah. There's this is so Google. Many, so many unknowns. This is Google. You have people in there that are smart beyond shit that I could comprehend, and you bet everything on a streaming platform for gaming. It, it
2: eventually, it is the future. For, for the mass casual market, we will get there eventually. I'm we're, we're never getting just, there. It's very, very, very far off, but it will happen. I don't know if it'll ever replace traditional local local hardware gaming, but it will exist alongside it. They want to be in early because they know you have to be in early to establish yourself.
1: But here's the problem. We, okay, I'm only just using the United States. We don't have the infrastructure.
2: Oh, for sure we don't. We the don't States, have Indiana, it. Even, even just data caps alone are a huge problem for this.
1: Yeah, we, we don't have it. And that's a huge issue. Like, I consider myself blessed that I have access to files. I don't have any data caps, and my speed is amazing. Not everybody is that fortunate.
2: And I I hate to, like, pull a Don Matrick, but this isn't for them, then. Like, there are products out there that are for those people with, uh, with like, horrible internet connections. They're just actual consoles. If If you are fortunate enough to live in an area with a good internet connection, or you have great mobile data, then you can play games on Stadia. This isn't going to be, like, for everyone it's gonna be for those who can use it
1: but see here's the problem the marketing as we said in the beginning the marketing is wrong
2: it's completely wrong it's It's uh... horrible they think it's gonna be like anybody with the phone can play assassin's creed odyssey when that's not the
1: case not happening not gonna happen
2: i I think stadia will find success i just don't think it'll be a runaway success i think it'll be a nice alternative i'll play their exclusive games and that'll be the end of it so ulia no i think i think Despite the numerous the countless projects Google has started and then abandoned, I think they're staying they're sticking with Stadia.
1: Oh gosh, I hope so.
2: Video games are extremely expensive to break into, to develop. Mm-hmm. And a service like this, I can't imagine the costs. Like they, they can't just throw all this money away and then abandon this project. But then again, they can because they're Google and this is yeah. nothing to
1: them. They have money to just go, Oh, we don't need this. Oh, whatever. I mean we're like fifty thousand fifty million dollars and like oh that's chump change, whatever. Which is weird, but this is how these companies roll. So, yeah, it's it'd be interesting. It's just, it's strange. It's It's
2: never been done. It's it's new, and it's scary to a lot of people. Scary to me. I don't know what to expect from Google Stadia, but I'm excited.
1: I'm excited of the prospect and the technology. Um, I've always said streaming is going to be big. I don't think it's going to, like you said, replace conventional streaming or conventional gaming. Um, But it's a nice side technology to have in your pocket. More so... People that are traveling, people that want to leave the house, people that are on a trip, things like that. I, at home, if you're a regular gamer, and it's kind of hard to say casual gamer and a regular gamer because they're kind of the same thing. If you are a gamer, like we said, you have access to this stuff already. So it's going to be really interesting to find out where Stadia it's going to sit at.
2: Yeah, like I'm excited to have streaming available as a tool that I can use. Like if I, if like a friend comes over and I'm playing Destiny. They won't have to bring their setup if you want to do a LAN party, they can just stream it. Like it's cool stuff like that. I don't know if I'm gonna I don't know if most people will adopt Stadia as their primary gaming platform.
1: Unless those unless the excuses for killer. Yeah, unless even, those excuses are killer.
2: Like, a lot of the Switch has some amazing, amazing exclusives. Most people who have a Switch also have another console that they use for like other games. But that's me. Yeah. I I mainly use my Switch for indies and Nintendo first party games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. it. I I don't buy my I don't buy Nintendo games for anything other than
2: so I guess I'll use my exclusives. Stadia pro membership for the back catalog of games that I'll have available to stream and then Stadia exclusives.
1: Yeah, it's just like the Switch. I, I don't well, see it dying. But I don't, I, I don't see uh, it catching it, on again, I think it will. it's going to it's going to it's going to be it's going to be interesting to watch it. To watch the, the wave and see how Google rolls with the punches. It's going to be interesting to see X Cloud too. I want to see how they compete
2: or if they even choose to compete. Oh, I well, don't... Obviously they're competing, but like I don't know if they're going to like take direct shots at one another. I feel like they're just going to try to coexist.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 already, I already see them doing it. Especially when um, uh, Stadia was like, we're going to show our stuff. And Spence was like, oh. 43. It's nice. They're not showing us anything.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just hope it doesn't come to like, you can only stream this game on xCloud. No, you can only stream this third-party game on Stadia.
1: Um, I could see that happening with Stadia. It could totally happen. I don't see that happening with um, with Xbox. Yeah, I think they they've learned it. their lesson. They're, they're not doing that anymore. They'll just
2: be their first-party stuff.
1: Yeah, and not even that. I mean, like, yeah, PC and Xbox, yeah. But everything else now, they're they are done with that. I don't see them trying to do that anymore. They, they've they noticed, they've seen it, it doesn't work. And I, I can't tell how many people are super excited that they're bringing their Xbox game to Steam. They're bringing their Xbox game, I can play it on my phone. They're bringing I can play it on my Surface. There's
2: some stuff on Switch, too, Cuphead. Maybe Ori,
1: coming soon. So, yeah, Microsoft, Microsoft of old is never coming back, unless... Something dramatically happens and they lose their minds.
2: Yeah, now Phil Spencer is the best thing that happened in that company.
1: So. Yeah, I don't see that happening. All right, uh, E3, Destiny Two, Stadia. Uh, I think we've we're done here.